Hello, 49ers fans. Welcome to the Talking Touchdowns podcast. Uh, it is 49ers fangirl Tracy, and I am flying solo on the hosting duties today. Uh, but I'm very, very excited to be joined by Al Guido, the president of the 49ers. Hi, Al. How are you? I'm doing great, Tracy. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm really looking forward to Sunday. Uh, which is Dwight Clark Day at Levi Stadium with the Cowboys coming to town, which is very fitting. Um, So let's start by talking about that. I'd love for you to just let the fans know what they can expect and some of the fun things you guys have planned. No problem. We're really excited um, to celebrate Dwight and and his life and his family and his history with the San Francisco 49ers. And obviously, I think it's it's fitting that it's happening against the Cowboys, um, given the catch history and and so we are, uh, from a fan's perspective, we're handing out T-shirts, uh, whether it be at the gates or on their seats, um, that uh, that sort of signify the catch. We hope everybody puts those on. We understand there'll be some Cowboy fans in the building, but um, hopefully they can celebrate and honor Dwight in the right way. We're also raising money for the Golden Heart Foundation. I think you've covered this on your podcast in the past, Tracy. You've talked about it on your social media accounts. The Golden Heart Foundation um, is started by our alumni players. Uh, there's folks that are on the board. All the money that is raised, it's a nonprofit. The money goes back to our alumni players to deal with whatever it is they're facing in their life. If you're Dwight, obviously he's facing his battle with ALS. Yeah, you might be facing financial hurdles or uh, troubles in, in, in your world. And we really wanted to create an outlet for our, for our alumni, for our organization, for our fans to give back. To, to the people that meant the most to them, the, the former players of this team. So the money that we will be raising that day will go to the Golden Heart Foundation. On top of that, uh, it was really neat. We were able to bring back, I think it's 31 or 32 members right now of the 81 team. Um, they're really excited to celebrate and honor Dwight. They're having a lot of fun with each other on email and text. And so just seeing those guys come back into the fold is fantastic. Joe Montana will will sort of say a few words for Dwight at halftime. So what I ask all fans is, you know, go grab your food, do whatever you need, but get back in your seats because Joe's going to kick it to Dwight. Um, Dwight's probably going to speak from his suite, but, uh, you know, I certainly think that all fans are going to want to hear what he has to say. And then throughout the day, there's going to be video tributes to, to Dwight. Um, you know, I'll give away one for you today. We, we have Vince Scully, who is on the call uh, for Dwight's catch, doing some video tributes and, and voiceovers. So we're really excited and, and honestly couldn't thank our fans and our alumni enough for really supporting the day, supporting the cause, and, and being there for Dwight. That is awesome. Well, it sounds like it's going to be a great day. I'm really excited. Yeah, we, we, us as well. well. And so this kind of goes with a, a theme um, at Levi Stadium this season. There have been, and I know I've covered this in other ways. We haven't talked about it on the podcast quite quite as much. We talked about it a little bit with Bob Lang, but would love to talk to you just about all of the history that's at Levi Stadium now with all of the former teams and, and the former stars of the 49ers. And if you could just talk a little bit about the genesis of that and the different things you guys have done. Sure. So uh, this year, I mean, for the past, I think for the first three seasons, we had taken a number of surveys and, and responses around the experience at Levi Stadium. And I, I've said this publicly, I mean, that first year was really tough. I mean, moving into a new building, um, you know, getting a lot of new fans into the, into, into the area. I mean, a lot, not a lot of people had come down to Santa Clara before. I mean, we've always done training camps sort of here, but um, for the most part, it's really never been open to the public. So, 
you know, trying to get people in and out of the building was was tough for us that first half of the first year. But overwhelmingly, we fixed um, quite a bit of the operational challenges. We still have some ways to go and some things to work on. But the number one thing that we heard from our fan base relative to feedback about Levi's was was that it felt, you know, that it was sort of uh, red and white and that there wasn't a nod or 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 things that pointed to our historical uh, nature. Then, you know, there wasn't the Super Bowl banners weren't up. The ring of the ring of honor wasn't there. And some of the things that we had at Council State Park, we did not have here. And we really thought when we were going into the building that by building the museum, um, there's great museums in and around um, professional sports that we felt we had the best one and that our fans would really love it. And they did. But they wanted to see it come to life in the, you know, in the stadium. You know, things that they can see and point to with their friends or their family, and say, "I remember watching that guy play." And if it's your son or your daughter, um, that you really wanted to point to all the Super Bowl history and memory. And then the concourse, we felt like we could add an element of bringing a museum-type feel into the concourse by putting all the posters up, putting all the pictures, you know. Um, having our Hall of Fame be there as well so that, you know, for fans that are coming to Levi Stadium for the first time or even if you're bringing a new friend or, or you know, again, your son or your daughter, you can actually take pictures as you walk around the concourse because it really does feel like a, a museum or a nod to 49ers history. That's awesome. And this stuff looks great. I feel like there really haven't been so many home games, so the fans haven't gotten to enjoy it as much, but I know that'll change over the next several weeks. So um, encourage everybody to come down and take a look because it's good. And there's a lot of great new food at Levi Stadium this year. Yeah, we're excited. I mean, our food and beverage concessionaire has done a nice job adding new elements into the building. We've sort of upped the tailgate with off the grid. We've added um, organic food options into our building, which our fans are asking for with organic coup. Um, we've just, you know, I think our food and beverage concessionaire has done a nice job in, in this season and, and so, again, it's just a lot of it learning. I mean, anytime you open a new building, we went from a 900,000-square-foot facility to a 2-million-square-foot facility, and it, it's just a little bit different. It's more challenging. And, and so we're continuing to work on all things inside the building. I think our next hurdle and challenge is things outside the building, Tracy. So when I think about the experience of going to an NFL game, it doesn't just start when you get into your seats. I mean, it starts from leaving your home or getting on the train or – wherever it is you're coming from, and most of our fans do tailgate. And right now we have two major projects that we're working on. One, the north side of the building, which most people think about as the golf course or some parking lots is going to uh, undertake, you know, th there's going to be a massive development there, 250 acres, uh, mixed use, so retail, restaurants, hotels. You know, for the folks who live in the Bay Area, if you think about Stanford Mall or Santana Row, it's very similar from a scale perspective. And so we really think that's going to aid to the experience. We want to create a destination. We know right now the stadium is the destination, but we feel like if we can we can build these developments, we can add entertainment value into your game day experience, that it will really sort of create a new vibe for Levi's moving forward. And I've always told people, um, you know, it, Thank, you know, I appreciate their patience with us because, you know, what happened with AT&T Ballpark, I mean, in and around China Basin, it's just for San Francisco, um, for Giants fans, they can tell you how much it's changed over the course of the last 10 years. And so for us, we always knew Levi's was going to evolve and that, you know, it was going to be one thing on day one, but be another thing on, on year five or year eight. And 
we're really focused in on the environment in and around Levi's as well as the environment inside of Levi's. I mean, so I just, you know, what I would tell fans is, and we're going to educate them in the off season around all these developments and the things that are happening, because I do really believe, you know, while we might have to go through a year of construction, uh, that these things are going to really aid the environment and, and create sort of a destination for all 49ers fans. And it seems like, um, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan are also really committed to creating that, you know, fan experience, obviously improving the product on the field, which I, I do think they are doing. Um, and then just they, it's, they seem to be really focused on the fans and, and being inclusive of the fans, which is, I think, a nice thing for the faithful. That, those two guys have been fantastic. I think and the entire football operations side has been great to work with for me. I mean, I talk to John on a daily basis around what's going on on the business side of the 49ers, and then he obviously provides me updates on the football side of what's going on. Same thing with Kyle. And you know, what I'd say is uh, you know, working on our transparency, giving fans an inside look at the 49ers organization. I think you've covered uh, Rob Alvarino in our 49ers studio. I thought did a great job on the brick-by-brick brick episodes, mm-hmm. uh, really giving our fans a behind-the-scenes look at, at our players. And I always say this. I mean, I think you, you do a great job covering our guys. Um, our guys are certainly the heroes that they are on game day, but their personalities, you know, the things that they got going on in their life, the things that they care about and how much they give back to the community. Frankly, I just don't think that story gets told enough. And uh, I really appreciate John and Kyle and then our team for, you know, for giving us, for giving us the access to be able to tell those stories to our fans. Cause I do believe our fans, they want to know about these guys. They want to support them on and off the field. And uh, I just couldn't be more proud of, of the guys that we have, our organization in general, you know, how philanthropic we are in the community. Um, I really believe we're not just about the 10 or 12 games we play in the Bay Area or the 16 or 18 games we play on the field. We're, we're about 365. These guys live here. They work here. They send their kids to school here. Um, they're a fabric of the community, and, and I think they do a great job. And somewhat along those lines, um, this has been an interesting few weeks in the NFL. Um, I don't think I have to remind everybody, but the president made a lot of comments. There have been, you know, protests. Uh, The 49ers players have knelt uh, during the anthem, and I think they've done a really nice job of it. And Jed York has been super supportive of his players. And this week there was meetings between the NFL and the players, and Jed York again was very supportive of what the players are protesting, and he talked about it yesterday. Um, Can you talk a little bit to that? I can, and I can tell you and the fan base, um, I was able to be by Jet's side during the owners' meetings. I I get to be in the room and, and, and watch him, and I'll say this. I think all of our fans should be proud of our, I mean, I'm proud to work for this organization and to stand by Jed, and, um, you know, this, sometimes this is a difficult topic, and, and I think Jed's been the leader on this from the very beginning. And it's not just this issue, Tracy, I mean, or this topic. I mean, you know, if you go back to the LGBT community and what we did in North Carolina, I mean, Jed's been on the front, uh, you know, on the front end of a lot of social and uh, topics or, you know, racial inequality issues. I mean, I think um, this organization, Jed York, I mean, he just does a fantastic job. And, you know, I, I believe, obviously, that we're doing the right thing, I, you know, supporting our players. We're moving things forward within our own community. Uh, I always tell people this is not something new to us. I mean, Jed donated a million dollars last year, and, 
and my team has really been on the front end of, of bringing these things to life with our players and whether that's meeting with our police chiefs or, you know, we met with Chief Garcia just a week ago, myself, John Lynch and Jed York to talk about all the things that we're doing in the community. You know, we've met with some, some senators and some congressmen on, on legislation um, that we could potentially push forward that would obviously, in, in our minds, benefit the entire community. So, you know, Jed's just been a leader on this front. I know our organization is proud of him. Uh, I know our players really support him. I've been part of those meetings. And, again, I just it was a proud day. It was a proud couple days for myself, for the organization. Um, I think for our players, um, obviously our front office. But we're going to continue down this path because I think what Jed said best is we got to take protests to progress. And it really is now about what we go do in the community. And, you know, we can't just be verbalizing these things. We actually have to be we have to be action oriented. And so what now is, you know, we're going to really in the next, I would say, 60 to 90 days, start to roll out some of the things that, that we as an organization in our own community are going to do to better you know, relationships, whether it be with police, whether it be with our military, uh, whether it be with our, you know, all of our first responders. But I'm really proud of the organization. I'm really proud of Jed. Fantastic. Well, Al, thank you so much for joining me today. I think Sunday is going to be a great day honoring Dwight Clark. I know fans are very excited for C.J. Beathard's first start, so it's, there's going to be a lot of excitement around Sunday's game. I appreciate that, Tracy. I'm, we're, we're excited as well. It's always good to play the Cowboys. Obviously, they're, they're one of our big rivals, and we're looking forward to C.J.'s first, first home start. But again, I think what I leave you with and tell our fans is come out and support Dwight. It's a big day. Um, you know, we're raising money for a great cause. It's really what Dwight wanted. Um, I think he's going to have some great remarks to say to the fans. But uh, this is a day for him. It's a day for our family. Uh, it's a day for our young guys to, to meet our alumni and to understand the fabric and the history of what this organization is all about. And so I couldn't be more excited for Sunday afternoon. I look forward to seeing everybody. Fantastic. Thank you so much. I'll go Niners. All right. Thank you, Tracy. Take care. Bye-bye.